0: You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast, sponsored by Centre by Iris, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world.
1: Here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, and welcome to the Bookkeepers Podcast. I'm Zoe Whitman. I'm with Joe Wood and Michelle Lewis from Visibility Vixen. Oh, it's not we're having an extra podcast this evening, Joe. How do you feel about that? I, I love
0: it. I love our podcast, and I love the fact that we are here in the UK at 8 p.m. and Michelle is at 12 noon over in Idaho. It's so exciting. I think Michelle is Michelle our first American guest.
2: Maybe, maybe you want. What, what an honor.
1: first.
2: <laughs> How are you, Michelle? Yeah. How are you doing? I'm so great. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to chat about color today.
1: Oh, so are we. Well, so today at lunchtime we had a we had a podcast and we were talking about websites and uh you know why you need a website and um yeah just like getting started so a lot of our bookkeepers don't have a website yet or are thinking about it and something we talk about through through our program with our members is your brand and we ask people to share their ideas for their brand in our group and uh, and people get really stuck on the idea of color so I'm really excited about this evening Um, just before we dive into that do you want to start by telling us a bit about what you do
2: Sure, absolutely. Hey, everyone. I'm Michelle Lewis. I'm the founder of Visibility Vixen, and I help entrepreneurs uh, strategically choose their brand colors using color psychology. So just like you see the big brands on TV or at the local mall, that's the kind of thing that I've studied for years and years, along with how we actually are impacted physically by the colors we see on screen with my film degree. So I've combined that to give that kind of strategy and that leg up for entrepreneurs of all kinds all over the world so that they can feel really empowered in their brand strategy.
0: I think it's so exciting when I, uh, me and Zoe have both watched your masterclass and the things I learned about color just blew my mind. It's one of those things, it's an, it's like brands are speaking to us without speaking and we don't realize what colour is saying to us so I know there is so so much to this but if we were talking about I know like the primary colours and things like that or some of the big brands what you know like you spoke about McDonald's and Starbucks what are the kind of just a couple of pointers so people can understand what we're talking about because this might be brand new for some people
2: Absolutely. So people are probably very familiar with the fact that brands have certain colors. I could say, hey, what brand comes to mind when I say the color blue? And people would probably think, oh, I'm thinking of Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, AT&T. And I could say magenta, and maybe they'd think of T-Mobile. But when it comes to what we choose personally, usually we come online, we start looking on Pinterest, right? And we start figuring out, okay, what do I want my brand to look like? And we usually choose a color that we think looks good, or it's usually our favorite color. And we just kind of start our launch and hope for the best. And what frustrates me about that, because I've been there too, my first brand release was teal, and it was an utter failure. So if you've had something similar happen, you are not alone. We've put all this work into our offers, into our messaging. And if we don't get the reaction, the growth, or the profit that we're looking for, we tend to think that there's something wrong with our messaging or our offer. And sometimes it can be something as simple as not having the right brand color. So that's why I really came into the space with this revolutionary concept, because it worked so well for me when I adjusted my brand and thought of things strategically, especially choosing the color based on what I want my ideal client to feel the first time they see my brand. So that's what changed a lot for me. And that's what I'm so passionate about teaching other entrepreneurs, because I've seen it work and I know how much it can change things.
1: Oh, I love this. So I um, tell me about the colour that you've chosen for your business. Oh, I think I might be
2: able to guess, but you know, I think you'll um, be able to guess, right? <laughs> well, our, My shirt, the couch.
1: On the on the, pod, on the podcast, who are listening back to this. Let, let us know what you decided to go with and why you made that decision.
2: Absolutely. So like I said, my original brand launch was teal and it's because it was shocker, my favorite color. And what I did is I sat down trying to figure out this formula because it didn't exist back then of what I'd learned in film, what I'd studied in natural medicine and what I knew from interior design And going, okay, is there a formula where I could choose my new brand color? So after looking at things, I realized, okay, the first thing I want my ideal client to feel when they look at me is I want them to feel motivation. I want them to feel trust. And for me, that was the most important emotion. And that really strongly related to the color blue. So after looking into the different shades of blue, testing it with my audience, I came up with this very strong kind of cobalty blue and in a specific tonal color harmony, which we'll talk about later, and was able to re-release my brand and it changed everything.
1: So the blue thing, okay, in accountancy, you can't get away from blue, you really can't. And when we were, we emailed our list this week to say we were talking to you uh, today. And, and I I really noticed the blue, blue everything, like blue accountancy, like firms use it in their colors, lots of apps are using it in their colors. Like if you think of zero, there's a there are a few green ones in there, like Sage, GoProposal, they're green. And I said to people in the email, if you can think of a red accountancy app, actually email us and we will give you a shout out. And four people emailed us, okay? Awesome. So Alexis, um, Alexis emailed us and she said Pixie. Um, also, um, Christina Eggleton messaged us Pixie as well. Laura has said Bright Book. Penelope Allard has replied and she said to me, or oh, what's red and white? Exact Online, which is in the Netherlands. That's it though. of all of the apps, of everything we're using, there aren't many red ones that people can very quickly name. Why do you think that is that we're not seeing more red in accountancy? Or why are we veering towards the blue side of it?
2: Absolutely. Well, it's definitely because blue can, depending on the shade, symbolize intellect, can symbolize trust and is very easily associated with social media. Um, But it doesn't surprise me that people haven't branched out from that, but I wish they would because there are so many other colors that could bring more attraction to a business, especially with you know bookkeepers specifically. You could go into orange since that symbolizes balance. You could go into yellow since that symbolizes hope for the future. You could do so many different things. And I think that sometimes we only emulate what we see, because we think it's the right thing to do. So I think moving forward, we're in a bit of a color revolution, people are starting to understand it now, which means my labor over the past four years is starting to work, which is great. Uh, But I think it's really important that we branch out and a great example in this kind of way is T-Mobile. None of the other wireless carriers used pink, right? Or specifically magenta. It was very strange. And a lot of people were like, what is happening? But they now outrank AT&T. So it clearly works. I think if we can really figure out what we want our messaging to be and align our color based on that, instead of just copying what everyone else has done over the past, you know, 20 years, it really puts us in good stead to stand out.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I did uh I did this kind of Brand blast when I when I was thinking about my practice um, and setting up in business and um, I I kind of what I did was I researched Amazon book covers that that I was drawn to I went into Pinterest and looked at just different um, just different images I just looked at images and thought what was I drawn to but it was very much about me but I also did think and it's funny I picked blue but not a it's like a purpley navy. Blue with it, and then I've gone rose gold because I wanted, I just I wanted it to be feminine but blue, Mm -hmm. and and I I like the rose gold with it because I just felt it meant it, you know, it was just a bit of the softer touch, but also. Was like high end and things like that. And I thought, you know, about I, and I was taught to think about like the spring and summer and all the different types of tonal and things. But to be but at the end of the day, I picked what I really like. And then when I opened my wardrobe, I was like, yeah, there's loads of na- I mean, I'm wearing navy, I've got navy shoes, navy jeans on, and I I navy is definitely my base, and it makes me feel good. So is it wrong to pick? a colour that makes you feel good or c- should you be really thinking so much more about your customers and clients like can you could you or should you go for a colour that you don't actually like is that everything I don't yeah is that wrong or right
2: I run into this question a lot, and people can get a little bit frustrated, especially if they find a color. What I hear a lot of is, okay, everything is pointing me towards orange, but I hate orange. I hate it, and it looks terrible on my skin, and I refuse. Uh, people get pretty emotional about it. Uh, and what I would say is, okay, if that's the color you're testing for, according to your ideal client's biggest need, then let's take a second and let's figure out what some of your aversion could be. So number one, is it the tone of the color, tonal color harmony, the specific shade that you're going to choose is where your personality comes in. So depending on what, uh, for example, maybe if you're a more uh, vibrant, joyful, bubbly kind of person, um, kind of in a way, if I can say like lighter, and that's what you want to bring into your brand, well, then you may want to use a blue, for example, that's more in the pastel family. So we really want your personality to come in with the tone of the color. But ideally, we want the actual color to be reflective of the ideal client. Unless you have the unique situation of being your own paying customer, and you can base that on your ideal wishes, right? And the next thing I like to look at is if you're still having, okay, yes, I found my tone. I still hate orange. I still hate it. Well, then I would think from a natural medicine perspective, are you averse to the color? Because that's where you need help. Like specifically with orange, it usually resonates more in the pancreas and stuff. So are you struggling with balance in your own life? And that's why you are subconsciously adverse to the color. Does that make sense? So then I would say wear orange for a couple of weeks, don't do any rebranding, and just see how you feel and how you come around to the color since you can study books like Color Medicine and The Color Wheel and see how much those tones can actually bring healing to the body through light frequency.
1: Wow, I haven't even crazy, thought crazy,
2: right?
1: It. It's crazy. And so let me do, for people who are watching this thinking, I don't know what, what color am I supposed to say? So we need to start with a primary colour, like the main colour for our brand, which is related yes. to what our customer needs to know about us.
2: The primary emotion we want them to feel when they first see our brand.
1: Okay. And then you would then have like a supplementary colour, which yes. is about representing you and what you bring the typo.
2: secondary i would encourage it to be how you intend on supporting your customer one uh, after they purchase from you so primary color is the attraction right because we're advertising on social media or word of mouth we want to turn people into a customer and then secondary is how we intend to support them along the way in their customer journey
1: Okay, I'm um, people who I can see lots of you are watching this evening. I think the eight o'clock show works well, Joe. You know, this yeah, is- oh, <laughs> oh, good. We're, We're we are the here. new Netflix. Maybe <laughs> we are. Maybe. Um, I'd love to know what uh, people are using in their branding color wise and actually maybe why you chose that. I think that would be really interesting. Absolutely. Um, and actually, if you're like really stuck with this, maybe let us know like what where you're stuck because since Michelle's here, I'm sure she wouldn't mind
2: answering the question. Absolutely.
1: And it's, it was interesting, Zoe, wasn't it? Because me and Zoe
0: um, started this business while being—we'd only met each other twice before—and we decided that there was a business idea. And I, I like—I approached Zoe. We decided to spend a weekend together and see if we actually liked each other. And we picked our brand colors that weekend, which was which Love is it. hilarious now, knowing all the psychology behind it, because we didn't even know each other let alone like all of this color psychology and actually the other day because our business is very new it's only two years old and I shared our first ever logo with you didn't I? I said look blast from the past this is what we came up with first of all and it was so so different and we have kind of Change things over time as we've got to know each other, as we've got to know our audience, and knowing what people. Um, what and yes, we are pinky, like a pinky peachy, and it's hilarious because you know I've got it on the wall behind, and and Zoe's painted her. We we kind of call it womb color, (laughs) 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 womb room. Um, but we but we it's we want it to be nurturing, supportive. We're not sure if that's what pink is. Uh, we do have guys in the audience as well in our community, and, and it doesn't seem to put them off. They're quite happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we do have some, like, a bit, like, we have a bit of navy and a bit of, like, a goldy-yellow, that accents and things. Um, so and that was something that I learned from your masterclass about the wheel and about having the secondary colours not too close to each other. And um, when I looked at ours, I was like, oh, I think we've kind of balanced that okay. But, I, I mean, is colour is is it something that can change I mean your brand obviously sometimes you don't want to change your brand but sometimes you feel a bit compelled to because it's it just feels like it's the right time but is it ever a dumb thing like your marketing and your social media it feels like it's and it's always could like move around and like be. can you add things now and again or how how do you feel or do you feel like you should stay with something once you've got it and it works or you should stick with it forever
2: You know, it can definitely change, especially over time, because we change, right? Our ideal clients can sometimes change where you realize, hey, I think I was attracting this kind of person and I want to adjust it now to be this kind of person. So I think it can change over time, especially as we grow and our ideal clients, our audiences, our intentions with our business change. I'm looking at what people are posting here. And
1: I'm like, actually, you know what we went full circle because we started with a pink and we've gone back to the pink and we've we own the pink now. (laughs) So I think that's okay. Um, We've got people saying so Kat has said, would you recommend what would you recommend with orange to keep it looking professional?
2: Absolutely. Well, I think this is a really good example because this is very much a peachy color that you have with the bookkeepers podcast. So there's a little femininity to it with the pastel peach that you have in the background. I'm looking at specifically your uh, logo for the show, but then your center frame is pretty uh, much of a stronger peach. So I think that it's interesting because especially on screen, it's seen as a sweet and sour color. It's seen as very... um sensual, very calming, very exotic, very balancing, right? So especially if that's something you want to bring into your brand strategy, I think important to look at hex codes. Those are the actual letters associated with the color of your brand. You can go to any hex generator um, online to kind of check that out. But figuring out, okay, I don't want to get too orange into traffic cone status, but I don't necessarily want to get too crazy light, but test it out. You need to test it out in... Um, you can test it out in Canva and look at the visuals there, test it out with putting those different tones on your body. I don't think you need to worry necessarily about orange being associated with non-professional, just because as we've talked about, it's something that would be great for a bookkeeper. Um, if you want to see what this looks like online, you can look at the tones of Mariah Cause, which is much more of a bright, burnt orange. You can also look at Megan Minns, uh, who works with her, but her personal branding is more of that warm orange. So just do some research and see which ones resonate the most with you and then start testing, especially with your clients and see what the reactions are. It can be as simple as I'm assuming as a bookkeeper, you maybe have a one-on-one call, you know, before for the month, I don't know, start putting it on your body and see how the clientele responds.
1: Oh, I love that idea. I love that. that It, it could be as simple as just wearing it. And mm-hmm. actually that's a, that's a good point, you know, from the like, it's not just about business brand is it we talk about raising your profile um get helping people get to know who you are because that is the way to build clients this, we're not just like going out doing a bit of bookkeeping and that's the end of the day like we need to continuously have people coming into our world knowing who we are that's how we can show the value that we that we offer to the businesses that we're working with and so we really encourage bookkeepers who work with us to get known within the community they want to be a part of and actually like wearing a a color that people come to expect like I've noticed Michelle you're usually whenever I've seen you've been wearing a blue Mm -hmm. um what I would describe as a royal blue but you'll describe it in a different way and and I know that about you and there are other people within our community like Joe like um Zoe Lacey Cooper who we spoke to on the podcast a few weeks ago She's like known as Zoe with the blue blazer, like she's always got a blazer on, and it's always blue. I think, although she might have worn a different color when we were on the podcast the other day. Now I've said that, but you know how you come to expect that people like Alison Edgar, we were talking to her on the podcast, she's usually wearing pink, and people come to be known for that. I find that quite restrictive because I, well, I don't know, there's all sorts going on behind me color wise, and you'll find most of my house is white and there are bits of all sorts of colors all over the place um so I want to like do whatever I feel like on the day but will it help us to get known and be recognized if we actually tailor our wardrobe towards a particular color
2: It can be your wardrobe. It can be your background. It can be earrings, a necklace, lipstick. It can be so many different things. But I think the key is the goal for that is not only getting well known, but it's shortening the time of bringing someone from traffic or an audience, they see you, they watch you into a paying client or customer, right? There's usually 10 to 12 touch points that need to happen. Someone needs to see you that many times in order to purchase from you. But the goal with color is to get people associating you with that brand, understanding immediately what you represent, right? Because we chose that color so intentionally for them based on that primary emotion. So that there's only either one to four touch points needed before they trust you enough to become a customer. So we're subconsciously supporting them, giving them the information that they need to know in order to make that decision faster. So that's why I would encourage the intentionality behind whenever you are on camera or posting on social media or doing an interview of having that for that strong brand association, but also getting people to sale faster.
0: I I love that. And that that was funny, actually, because we had a discussion about my my uh, wallpaper behind me because i work for six figure bookkeeper i've also got joe wood virtual fd and like i say it's got the rose gold in the joe wood virtue fd but we're very pink in six and and i'm always on camera either to my clients or in in this community so mm-hmm. i was very much like oh, i need to have something that represents a bit of both yeah. of them and um and people do all people say to me oh Oh, is that real? That it's a conversation piece as well, mm-hmm. and they remember, and then they ask me later on, "Oh, where did you get that from?" or something like that. So it is about kind of being bold with it in one way, and then creating the continuity so that they grow to expect something, whatever that one thing is. Um, and, um, and and I know there's a is it Samantha Hearn You talk about Zoe, who's always in yellow, and I've literally looked at her Instagram once you've mentioned her a few times and every time you say her name i've thought yellow so it's it's really it's really interesting how you can very quickly and i love what you say about reducing the connection points because i suppose we're very we're visual people and it and it creates a quicker like link in the brain that we can kind of think oh yeah that it means something it's kind of creates trust does not it because if you know that someone's going to show up in the same way all the time you feel like you know them even more than actually you really do and especially when we're running online businesses it's really interesting um rachel says here that she's looking at green and pink or navy and pink and she'd be interested to know what those colors mean
2: Yeah, it's really interesting. I get these questions a lot and it's so hard for me because I want to be able to just give an overall answer. But I think an important thing to understand about color is that it's so multifaceted. I could talk to you, of course, about the science of it. I could talk to you about seeing it on screen. I could talk to you about what it does in the body. I could talk to you about the overall associations. That's why it's so important to dedicate time to this process of branding. And to be honest, it's not time a lot of people want to invest. They want to know with a quiz, and then they want to start building their brand. But if you can imagine, like we've talked about, choosing a color intentionally and doing all this work in the back end, let's say that it's going to take you a total of, let's just be really scarce here, 10 hours to do this research. But if then all your social media is figured out in terms of the tones you're going to use, your photo shoots figured out your website's figured out, your advertising's figured out, then it's going to take you so much less time as you move forward with the growth of your business, right? So what I would encourage you specifically to think about, I can't remember her name because uh, it's not on the screen still, but if you're thinking of between Rachel, uh, green, blue, and pink, I would start doing some research because you need to figure out where's your audience base because there are cultural restrictions on colors. You need to figure out, okay, what do these colors mean when people first see them on screen? Where does that resonate in their body so that you can make an informed decision? I think that pink is a great color. It's not necessarily a primary color, but what's great about it is that the body does have a response. They actually, uh, there was a study that was done, I believe in the fifties and they painted the admission cell to a prison in pink. And they studied the results of what happened with these prisoners after they were in this pink room for, I don't know how long it takes to admit, let's say it's an hour. And pink is very calming it's very uh, docile, it's very comforting, like you guys talked about earlier. And so the effects of that calm lasted for up to 30 minutes once the person left the room. They said that it's actually physically impossible to get someone's heart rate up very high if they're in a pink environment. So those things are interesting to consider, because obviously, if you were a workout coach, do you think that it would be very productive to use pink as your primary color? No, because people would not burn calories because they'd be move in, but their heart wouldn't be, right? So those are the kinds of things that you want to think about. So you need to find a trusted source, whether it's me, or if you want to buy books on color psychology, you can absolutely do that so that you can be educated going into choosing your brand colors and feel really empowered knowing exactly what they mean.
1: Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. I love that. I love that you can make such a big change. Like, and we were talking about orange earlier, and I always think of orange as something that can really like wind people up. So like, I wouldn't probably paint my kids' bedrooms orange because I think that they would be absolutely wired. But I I mean, I don't know why I believe that. It's probably just something I've heard. Um, I I completely agree about the, like what you said about investing this time in understanding the colour you're going to be using takes the decision making away later on that's what a lot of this is about isn't it like you can it's like the people we were saying who we know that they wear a particular color it makes it easier probably to buy clothes um but also um to like put stuff out on social media I had my bookkeeping practice everything was yellow I had a yellow everything um so it just means that you know what to choose like if you see something you're like yeah that is right for me It's like having a best friend and knowing that their favorite color is purple. And whenever you choose them something, you're buying them. It's always the purple one. And there's like no thinking about it. It's just knowing that, isn't it? And we say to people all the time, you need to know your ideal client so you can be where your ideal client is. That makes your marketing easier because you can be in the right places, speaking to the right people, making the right connections. It saves you all that like throwing stuff at the wall and just hoping something sticks. If you know your ideal client... And we can start to think about what they need to know from us. And I hadn't thought about that part of it in terms of the color. Um, Then you know what your color is. And then everything you're putting out is all around that ideal client. It
2: just saves so much time. So much time. It makes things so much easier. And I know that it can be frustrating. But just imagine, especially when people tell me like, oh, I've built my business and I'm making, you know, 500 grand a year and I haven't worked on branding. I go, oh, that's really wonderful. Imagine how much more you'd be making if you did pay attention to this, right? Because it's inevitable. You can look at the stats and people buy due to visual aesthetics they have. It's it's not, you know, I wish it maybe could be different, but it is just science that the body reacts to color. It re- reacts to light frequencies, right? That's what the sun is made out of. It is just an instinctual built in thing. So it's our job to figure out what are those instincts? What are those reactions? And how can we utilize that in our branding to not only attract, but to support our ideal clients. And then as you see it working, you really stop caring about what your personal feelings are about something realizing, well, that's your own bias too, right? It's just this crazy wheel. I, my husband told me a couple of weeks ago, he said, yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine and, uh, He and his partner have just really started fighting a lot and they're just really not sure why. And I said, well, did they recently move? He said, yeah, I think like one or two months ago. And I said, what colors on their walls, like dining room, kitchen, bedroom, because if it's red, that could be just an explanation as to why they're fighting more. It can be that simple right? If someone comes to me and their branding is yellow, and they're having a really hard time attracting people, I want to know what their subcolors are. Because if one of their subcolors is black, people have a natural aversion to yellow and black together. You know what I mean? Because of like hornets and wasps and yellow jackets and that kind of stuff. So it's knowing these little tiny tweaks that could be responsible for attracting or repelling. I think it's just amazing. I could talk about it all day, obviously.
1: That's amazing. <laughs> I had, I mean, I had a yellow and black brand, so now I'm just wondering what could you're have going, happened
2: uh-oh.
1: to my <laughs> Oh, Michelle, this has been absolutely fascinating. And I and I can tell that we've got so much research to go and do as a community now. And I'm excited to start seeing whether people will perhaps think about what they're wearing, and how they're showing up for their customers and see how that makes a difference to them and their businesses. You've mentioned, um, I know that you, you have a webinar that people can join, and we're going to share some links in the comments so that everyone can come and um, watch that and register and find out more about that what's the best way for people to connect with you though and find out more about what you do
2: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for exploring this topic and being brave enough to talk about it. A lot of people don't. So I really appreciate both of you being willing to open up about this because it is such powerful information. Yes, uh, you can find me at visibilityvixen.com, all social media. We do have, and the links will be below, um, a free masterclass on color. If you want to just dip your toe, we have a color kit, which will just take you about 20 to 30 minutes to get through. And then we do also have the color course course, which goes into all of this in nauseating detail, every single thing about every single primary color, as well as your brand photo shoot, your um, integrating color into your website and having a launch to your audience. So all those resources will be below
1: amazing thank you so much michelle and thank you everyone for joining us so late on a wednesday evening i think we might do more with lots of people showing up Um, and also thank you to center by iris our sponsor for the bookkeepers podcast Um, we will be back next wednesday with another podcast at our usual time of 1 p.m live in the six figure bookkeepers club we're speaking to rob and kennedy about email marketing so we'll see you back here next week for another podcast thanks everyone take care bye
0: don't forget to join us every week on the bookkeeper's Podcast with topical bookkeeping chat. Why not join our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.